something you mentioned about how the grades on uh, and I can I can be a living example of that is arts like when you mentioned arts it's perfect because when I was a grade one I put in so much effort for a drawing and I got zero on it like this was the first time I ever failed anything in elementary school and this was like grade one like it doesn't make sense but that teacher basically made me hate art like I've never actually did art after that and I always think I'm really horrible at it and like going with the attitude in life that you you're just gonna do it and you don't care about the results and you just smile and do it I think helps a lot Hi and welcome back to Zonda Got Nothing podcast, the podcast that you love to listen to every other Sunday. Today, with my friend and brother, Puya. It's me. <laughs> I've, been, I've been gone for too long. Um, Honestly, I, it's an honor to be back. I, yeah, it's, it's been a long time actually and we, we just got back kind of to, to game and also like to, to play well, to play video games, but also to talk. It's interesting because um, I feel like some people will think I don't have many, many friends because it's always you or Sahra that, <laughs> that just keep coming to the... It feels like it's rep repetitive people. But, um, I mean, I've decided to do it every two weeks, so it's even going to be less guests. But I'll see. I'll see how I can mix up the guests. But today I thought, you know, I felt like talking to Puya, so I don't know. It was like some <laughs> divine you. intervention or something where I was like... Why did you change it to every two weeks? Because I'm busy now, bro. Like, and since this is like not really, it's just a hobby at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, now nah, I wanted to have one weekend where I can just you know just relax and maybe focus on other things. And every other weekend I can focus on the podcast. So yeah, because it's it's so busy, man. And a lot of people are following me. A lot of people are responding to me. a lot of <laughs> You're things. You're gaining too much fame. <laughs> oh my god, I love. I walk on the streets, you know, and they're like, "Yo, are you Ilker from Zontek at Nothing?" And I'm like, "How do you know it? And your voice, like, it's your voice. I, I can't recognize it now." <laughs> no, I'm I sleep to this voice. <laughs> <laughs> I sleep to this voice. That's 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 yeah. That's a good compliment. <laughs> <laughs> no man i mean there's no real topic i mean there's a lot of things happening around the world um last yeah. time i was talking to sahra about um spiritual education and and mm -hmm. all the uh well today news you know racism and uh killings of innocent people and 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 yeah. stuff which i don't know if i want to get into this necessarily because we did talk a little bit about it and it's, it's kind of a topic i don't want to really uh You know, that's that's a funny thing i don't know but it feels like if you don't want to share anything about it you kind of are supporting the other side uh but if you want to share something about it it also feels a little i don't know i it's so hard yeah it's like, it's i don't think it necessarily means that you're against it um but it's good to speak up about injustice but then sometimes it can lead to like other things where people just become very egotistic and want like they're they're just looking at it one-sided and i think that's what's happening right now too around the world and sometimes it just it comes hard and i feel like the more we get I, into you know it, i'm taking shots here right now if you say these things <laughs> you're just <laughs> yeah. people are like don't have puya ever again because he's supporting <laughs> racism no that's not what i'd say no no um, but that's what happens sometimes like someone is like oh like you said that that means you're racist or yeah. similar aspects or yeah. like today i saw a reddit post of like police uh being part of the protest which i thought was really amazing and mm -hmm. 
like people are like sometimes taking advantage of this protest like going and robbing like target and yeah. other areas yeah that's true um, but yeah let's let's speak of something more pleasant i feel like the world needs something more happy <laughs> and ignore ignore uh the, the the bad things right like just you know that, escape <laughs> escape nah, reality it looks, nah it looks like i'm a bad person <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, that that's, that's <laughs> man. I didn't want to get into this. Anyway, so how have you been, man? Like it's been, been a long good. time. Uh, is there is there like things happening over there? How is how is it going with the pandemic? You know, Germany is kind of loosening up a little bit at this point. A lot of places are open again with restrictions on going with, mm -hmm. in with masks if you go shopping, which was there before, to be honest. Uh, on the other hand, people are still like very. Um, cautious i would say but others would say that's not true because there's so many people outside yeah but yeah i mean oh soccer started Canada, again like the soccer league opened up again so they're playing really yeah i did yeah. not know that like Germany. they're starting practice okay. no 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 they actually the league is open now they're playing and stuff but oh. no no um audience oh no audience it's just ghosts yeah. um ghost matches um i mean canada does at least in Vancouver, the cases have, like, really lowered and things have been much better. Like, we've been seeing, like, below 10 cases every day, um, new cases every day, um, which is really good. It's a good threshold, and I think Vancouver never hit that peak, and at least not yet, and hopefully never will. <laughs> um, but it's been good. I think recently more things have opened up, like the mall. Now we can see, like, some stores that they're starting to sell like clothing and non-essential items i would assume mm -hmm. but there i feel like social distancing has become a become less of a thing now like less people actually follow it if that makes sense mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. i i see more especially it's with us youth because like we haven't like seen anyone and we're so excited to go see our friends i feel like i've seen a lot of people just like in big quadruple like <laughs> like squads of like people just hanging out together and like giving each other hugs and whatnot it's nice to see that in the community but at the same time it's not really helping it you feels a little, yeah it's, it's a little ignorant yeah. to to and yeah. selfish to say that i need a hug right now like yeah like it's understandable i can see what it is but it also only delays the process like it only makes it harder for us to recover from it and hopefully hopefully it will come out and we will recover from it much faster but earn that i think the government has been really good and helpful um but at least like to their capability um from what i've seen is pretty good um and yeah stores have been very compliant and uh, compliant i think like people go in with masks and there's like lineups behind stores but then when you get into it it's kind of a mess <laughs> like you, sometimes you can't most of the time you can't even do social distancing if you want to like pick up an item or whatever if someone's like in the way um but you have, yeah but you do have masks right so like yeah you like my so parents wear masks or i wear masks if i go grocery shopping yeah. um but yeah aside from that i think like hygiene has definitely increased so yeah, I have one thing i picked up from this is washing my hands more often than i used to yeah 
like it's crazy how little we washed our like I, I always washed my hand when I got home or like every time I would eat um that's what I do right now basically like that's that's yeah. the level I have like that's what I meant by I have like the way I I wash my hands now has changed is what you used to do before pandemic that's <laughs> that's how far it has gotten yeah, so I didn't do it for 30 seconds that's the thing I did it for like maximum like five six seconds you know you just put the soap you get foam everywhere and then you wash it off how do you um, how do you count the 30 seconds you like actually like inside yourself you just one two well three the thing i do is um this also helps uh, with our family just in making sure everyone washes their hands properly it's like we just line up <laughs> and then everyone puts so by the time the last person gets there it's like 30 seconds basically <laughs> so you just like keep rotating oh, um, man. but I saw a I meme actually. Yeah. Sorry, sidetracking a little bit. I saw a meme recent, uh, like just just a few hours ago, and um, it said, uh, "Hey, uh, if you want to slow down time, just plank." You know, planking, <laughs> and it's so true. It's so boring. <laughs> no, no, not boring. But like, think about it. You plank, and you want to do it for a minute, and that's the longest minute in your life. For some that, time. Yeah. And you start shaking in 30 seconds, man. And just like, it's just 30 seconds right now. I don't know. Like, um, it kind of uh, jumped into my mind as, as you were talking about washing your hands for 30 seconds. But I was always, sorry, going on the sidetrack. Oh, um, another sidetrack. Let's go for it. It's the same that's, one. It's all planking. <laughs> that's that's, that's something got nothing, time. man. It's it's fine to, to it's go sidetrack. eight hours. How does one, like, not even just, like, the physical capability of, like, staying there for eight hours. Like, okay, I get it. Like, fine. If I get, like, two minutes, I'll be really impressed by myself. You know? Yeah. One minute is just like, oh, wow, I did it. I'm good. <laughs> you don't, minutes, you, like, you make one minute, you do one minute of planking with ease? Um, not with ease. That's the thing. Like, if I do one minute, it's, like, good. Um, usually I do, like, a minute and, like, 10, 20 seconds. What, what's the world record of planking? But the world record is eight hours. Eight hours of planking? Think about it. Holy... How does one even have the mental capacity and, like, capability to just stay there, stationary for eight hours? Did you look this up hours? or did, did, you, did you hear of it just earlier? So, it's on BBC. BBC.com news slash world... Um, hyph Longest hyphen plank. US hyphen Canada hyphen five one six one eight one five nine. If anyone wants a source, world plank record set by an ex marine aged sixty two. Eight hours fifteen minutes and fifteen seconds. George Hood. Um, that's their source you want. George but Hood. That's, that's crazy. He, oh, he has to have his smartphone. This guy has ten ten hour plank. George Hood. Who lives in Naperville, Illinois, show, showed off his core strength with a record-setting 10-hour plank. It's crazy. 10 hours, 10 minutes. Holy sh... Oh, like, he did when, another one? When does he start shake? Like, I start shaking 30 seconds and I'm trying to get to, to a minute. So this guy probably started shaking at 5 hours? And five minutes? I, and then went for another <laughs> five hours and five minutes. Uh, I don't think I ever <laughs> Or he started... But, is there a video of this? That would be so awesome. There is. There is a YouTube video. Seriously, I, 10 I hours and 10 if... minutes of him planking. <laughs> Everyone's just <laughs> watching. Can you watch that for 10 hours? <laughs> no, I'm pretty like, sure... Honestly, if someone says, I want to set a world record, I would have assumed it would be like 25 minutes. And I would be like, okay, fine. I... I 
I'll come here. I'll watch the first five minutes. I mean, nothing changes, right? He's just there. I, does he talk? The, the, or how did he comment? How, how do they even like uh, commentators? How do they talk to this? Like, it's not like soccer where you can say, oh, yeah, and that that's a goal, you know? And, and here it's like, so he's oh, planking. We can see him playing. <laughs> he's still There's planking. <laughs> so it's 25 minutes in and he's still playing. Imagine, man, this guy's one of the world record. Um, uh, guys they come to check on the world record they're standing there for 10 hours watching this guy plank like, think about <laughs> this <laughs> they're just there and they just have to make sure that this guy keeps planking and and it, like that is he allowed to move for example like, is he allowed to 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 at least rest his lower back for a second and go like up a little like this or does he have to keep like stay straight in a form position like formal position of planking you know what i mean man like that, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying like how does one have like I feel like if I were just to do plank like planks the hardest part is just not getting bored you know what I mean until it gets intense enough where your muscles are like hurting and then you're like fine this is this is hurting so it's like not boring there's no but if there's no stimulus to your brain you, you just, say you say boring like like plank just like it's boring bro there's nothing boring about planking. Nobody does it because they want to have fun anyway. <laughs> Everyone does it because they want to freaking like get a core workout, you know? Like I, I don't plank because I love planking. Every time I go work out and after playing, I'm like, oh man. I do it first because I want to do the other things uh afterwards because mm -hmm. planking is like Yeah. Um so it's... Men mental capacity. I know what you want to talk about. Mental capacity to do certain things. I get. We you. we could talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you have been mentioning it like five times now, and <laughs> you haven't really moved away from that thought. So let's no, talk I'm just about... saying this, this. This is like legendary. How the one can actually do that without getting Bro. like bored. And this yeah. this is. I just want to put We're this out there. Ten like, hours without getting bored. Do you think he watched first. movies while he was planking? <laughs> <laughs> There's never a script as you can tell with this podcast, but this is actually the first time where we're just like, we'll just figure it out while we go. So I don't know. We could talk about mental capacity if you want. Well, I mean, you mentioned the planking guy and you said he, he didn't get bored after five hours. So he continued for another 10 hours, right? <laughs> like, it's true. So how, like, do you think he watched movies while he was planking? Like, seriously, like, these are, like, questions that I would ask myself if I hear the world record for this is that. And you're like, okay, how? Like, how how did they do it? Yeah, that, like, to me, the first part is how did he not get bored? <laughs> like, but I can see he had his smartphone in his hand. But I can't do, like, more than, like, he had an a hour smartphone? on my smartphone. Like, how can you, the battery runs out. That's also one thing. You just couldn't do something to plug while you, you honestly, I think he probably watched like movies while he was planking. I'll I'll give you a cooler fact. Um, I'm just gonna give out the source, so give me a second. Um, but do you know how long the longest run has ever been? Like nonstop. No. How much would you think it is though? Well, if 10 hours is planking, then there has to be something like 20 hours of walking and running non-stop. So. Like running as in jogging only... or just moving? Constant move. Um, it's, I, I don't know. Let, let, let me figure out his speed. Um, so like around four miles per hour on average. 
four and a half. So that's like, so it's like jogging. That's like jogging, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how long? 80 hours. 80 hours? <laughs> this guy walked, ran 80 hours. What? 350 miles um, nonstop without a break. No sleep, no food. That's crazy. No sleep, how no does that, food. How is that even possible? Well, I, I'm pretty sure, of course, no food because otherwise it probably won't work. Right? But he, mm-hmm. he like, water is probably more important than food. Yeah. But, like, still, like, what is he? Well, at least with running, you see different settings, right? Like, he probably crossed country, you know, for his run. See, it, the part that doesn't make sense from this story is he was that... he was on a on 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 a tra- uh, on on a field tracking field. And he just ran in circles for eighty hours. That that would be the most boring thing. Like, would I wouldn't insane. ever be able to. Do... I don't like to run in circles in general. Like when I go running. It says despite having serious weaving and hallucination, <laughs> and on th- mile three hundred, he went for three hundred fifty miles. That's crazy. Like so, he gave the last. You and you're still going. You're like, ah, have, I, I, this definition of runner's high. <laughs> he had geez. it for like 300 well, miles. Well, I mean, long. have you ever had? Have you ever had that moment where you felt like, okay, this is it. I can't do more, and then you just pushed, and then you did more. You, you know, that's, yeah, that's actually, how you hurt your back. <laughs> that, that is that is that is not how I hurt my back. Like I knew I couldn't do it, and I was like, "I'm gonna do it anyways." So okay, <laughs> then, fine. Then, okay, fine. So really, you're just saying that you were a little, I think, knowledgeable yeah. about what you were doing. Like I, I was making sure my back was straight, and all, and I was doing this with a personal trainer, so I, I thought everything would go fine. But then I'm like, you know, what? I'll, I'll just keep going, and I should. Told you not to, right? Uh, no, they told me to keep going. They're like, it's fine. Like, it's normal to have a little back pain. I'm like, okay. Okay. Two years later, man, I, I'm still, I can't sit down. <laughs> is this is this normal? <laughs> um, <laughs> you're drinking water out of a rose. Uh, oh. Is that, or is it, oh, those, those look like one of those rose water bottles. Oh, this is but just half the people bottle. don't see the counter, but that's a nice water bottle. Thank but, you. Um, it's glass anyways, as I well. think the time I've done that, because um, now we're talking about mental capacity and like mental barriers. The first time I went for a run, um, I didn't I didn't actually think I could run as much as I did. Um, so then the next day, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go as far as I can and see how it goes. And if you knew me, I, I used to be chubby, so I couldn't like re- like I used to run maybe maximum of three minutes, and I would be out of breath. So then, when I lost like my weight and I started running, um, it's also was... it's also stamina you build up. Like you cannot yeah. run an hour the very first day you start running, right? Exactly. You have to build up but to this. Yeah. I started running. Um, this was like I was I was already kind of fit. I wasn't like super fit, but I was already like I knew I had good stamina, but I I had never ran. So I started running like just away from my house. <laughs> I was like I'm just gonna keep going until I'm like super tired and see what happens. So. I, I run like around like six kilometers, which was like a lot for me back then. And six then I'm kilometers like, is still a lot. But I had to go back. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, so twelve now kilometers. Now I'm to either walk back or just like what? Like I didn't know what to do. I'm like, I'm just gonna keep going until I get like super tired and I can't do it anymore. Yeah, think about and the I, guy I, that walked for eighty hours, man. 
eight this guys hours like I didn't know that. fifty miles somewhere else, and he's like, "So well, I'm gonna catch the next flight home," you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was like, okay, I'll just like walk back, and I started walking like for a minute, and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna keep trying to run, and then I basically almost ran the whole way back and forth, which made like twelve kilometers for my second run, and I didn't know that was possible. Like, I genuinely didn't think I could have done that. Um, but it was just going as far as I thought I could do. And then just going backwards. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try to run a bit more. And I, I just ran the whole time. Mm-hmm. And that that was just a crazy, like, insight to me. I was like, oh, I, I guess I underestimated my physical capability. Mm-hmm. And then I overestimated my physical uh, capability when I did my uh, deadlifts. But... <laughs> We can see back when it was like a bit better. I underestimated, and I I think also like a cool part like regarding this is the four minute mile. Like the four minute mile was like said to be impossible until someone did it, and then literally as soon as they did it, so someone ran a, lot a mile in four under four minutes. So what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you search a four minute mile, um. So in what's first achieved officially on May 6, 1954. And then like a few years, two months later. Wait, no, sorry. that That's me saying it the wrong way. Yes, exactly. No, never mind. So in two months later, people, two, two of our company runners also did a four-minute mile. But before that person did the four-minute mile first, yeah. no one in the world was able to do it because they're like, it's impossible. Like, you know what I mean? You go with that mental um, thought and you already put a barrier there. You're like, I can't do it. There's no way anyone can do it. No one has done it, so how can I do it, right? Yeah. And someone did it, and then two months later, people have done it. And now we have, like, tens of thousands of people who've done it, even, like, high school students. Yeah. And it's it's just crazy because like someone did it, and then you're like, you know what, I can do it. And you it's, you need to be an athlete, but you don't need to be like the best athlete. You know what at, I mean? At the same time, I'm pretty sure this guy to manage for uh, one mile in four minutes has to practice it a lot. I mean, he probably just didn't say like, okay, you know what, I'm gonna run this now, and he ran and it worked. You know, I, I don't think like things like though like things like that they need preparation. You know? Yeah. Like. And I really like when you when you were saying like our mental, um, what do you say, mental uh, capacity or uh, mindset, our mindset, not mental, oh. our mindset to things. Like we we we, we tend to be very uh, self critic sizing, mm-hmm. you know. Like we 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 say things like, "Oh, I I could never do that," or "I would." Like, I would never be able to manage that, you know? We keep saying these things because we think we know ourselves. Like, we know our mm-hmm. interests. We know what we like to do. But then I think it would be more honest if you were to say, okay, I'm not interested in this. Therefore, I, I won't be able to do it because I'm not going to, you know, put effort or time into this. Because it, that way, at least, it, it leaves open to other things. Like, for example, me... Um, I love I love my work at the moment, even though it's it's um um at least this week was very very um uh busy and tiring, 
but uh, I love it. Like and especially like towards the end, you push and all of a sudden you you manage to do things you you were never you never thought you would be able to do. I mean, we were yeah. editing videos and stuff, and I I I I had to go through some editing that I thought I would never be able to really manage. But then I I I I, I ended up managing it you know so i i even surprised myself and sometimes that's what people say you know i i don't do i don't know what i'm doing until i do it and then i did it and then that's it you know i think um when you when you do something uh with the thought that you're not able to that you're not able to do it then of course you will never really reach the limit for that specific or thing you know but i think if you if you believe that if you put if i put effort in this and time i will be able to manage it at some point you know i think that's the right mindset to really focus and, and go further yeah there's like that saying that one who can't who says who can't and the one who says who can they're both like usually right it's just like it's it's the mindset usually mm -hmm. like if you go in with the mindset oh this is not possible then it won't be because you don't actually believe it. And as soon as you fail the first time, you're like, yeah, that was confirmation that it, this is not a possible thing to do and yeah. I can't possibly achieve it. But when you go in with the mindset that, hey, I can do this and I will get this and I understand there is a gradual process, then you, <clears throat> every time you fail, you understand this is a stepping stone and you, you're looking at progress instead of just like end results right away. And mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I do think mindset is a huge thing that yeah, we like, don't look at. Like, think about it. A master has failed many more times than the beginner has even tried, you know? Yeah. That's 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 one of the proverbs I've I've kind of gathered. Like, it's practice makes improvement as well, you know? I mean, practice makes perfect, but I don't believe that there's perfection in anything, which is cool, but we can always improve if you practice, right? Since we're throwing out like codes, I'll throw out another one. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, we, we've become a motivational one. podcast now at this point. So. <laughs> um, I can't. The thing. Okay. Anyways, I'll just say it. Um, it says a smooth sea cannot like um train a skilled sailor because if you're cruising in a normal sea, right? Um, and it's like very smooth. How can he actually become a skilled sailor? And I, I think it goes on with similarly with life. If you don't ever challenge yourself. You can't really expect to become much better and much better. And I think it's it's the sim similar in gymming. Like when you go to the point of failure every time, that's when you start gaining the most muscle and yeah. most injuries. But at the same time, most muscle. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's, that's the same. With it the, is the risk too. Yeah. yeah, like it's the same with the story with the guy and the rock. Like mm -hmm. uh, I think it was like a story where God put a rock there and said, okay, you know, push this rock and you will see. You will you will get stronger or something, and he keeps pushing the rock, and the rock doesn't move an inch. And then he go he he kind of confronts uh, God, I think, and says like, "Hey, you you told me that this will make me stronger, but it hasn't." Well, he's he's like, "Look at yourself," and you can see like he's got ripped, you know, like through like pushing this rock and everything. I mean, in the end, we yeah, like you said, we always do something with the end results to be something where we feel at some point, oh, that's great, you know. Like, mm -hmm. for example, if you think about it like a role-play game, you play a game and you unlock skills, right? In the game, when you unlock that skill, you can use it at, at 
at your time at, at, at will, right? Like you can just, just say, okay, I want to use the skill now, okay? So you can do that. But in real life, when you unlock a skill, it's about now maintaining that skill. Yeah. If you don't do it enough after you have learned it or after you've unlocked it, you will get rusty. Maybe even forget at some point, you know what I mean? Um, so the important thing is to, to really, when you maintain a skill, uh, when you unlock a skill, to maintain it, to, to keep pushing boundaries with that skill. Let's say you learned how to edit a video. Okay, now you know how to cut the footage. So what next is, okay, how can I combine cuts? How can I make the a transition almost mm -hmm. seamlessly? You know, that's how people made uh, one shots, you know, or how people got interested in, you know, filming something and another thing. And how can I combine this? So like you always push boundaries. Like whenever I have a new idea for a film, it's like, okay, where can I push my boundary next? Like with what camera angle, with what camera um, yeah. shot list, whatever. Um, or what storyline do I want to go for next? Do I want to do something more romantic or do I want to do something more action or something more a crime or thriller mm -hmm. or mystery? Like things like that always, it's always there to, to, to push my boundary as, 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 as a creative person. Yeah. And I think the reason why, and just, that's just my opinion. I have no doctorate or anything. I'm, I'm too, like, my brain is not made for those things. But I, I love to philosophize and I love to think about these things because I'm an overthinker and that's just <laughs> a curse and a blessing at the same time. So, like, I, I think the reason why we, we keep saying that we're good at something is because that at least saves us from being heartbroken if we don't mm -hmm. achieve it, right? Yeah, that's a big point. Exactly. But but the mindset to that should not be like that. You know what I mean? I think if if we do something, it shouldn't be to reach a goal. You know? If we say, for example, okay, I want to learn how to do Photoshop. The the, the goal sh shouldn't be in my opinion shouldn't be okay, I want to I want to I want to be able to make this, you know? And then and then you do just something what what you saw. No, it should be I want to learn how to use the program in order to create things that I want to create. If that was the goal, believe me, you will, you will, you'll practice every day. You'll do something, you'll learn something. And then you will look at the first picture you edited and then your very last one. And you realize you have improved so much. And if that was the way, like if, if, if that was the mindset and the way we did things, believe me that you wouldn't be heartbroken because it's all a learning process yeah you know and you learn through failure as well as through achieve um through success and i think um that's just uh something maybe people could change like even me like sometimes mm -hmm. when i when i try to learn something i always feel like oh man i still didn't manage to do i don't know uh vfxing and stuff like that like visual effects mm -hmm. and stuff like that so uh, but yeah. then that means bro like you just started four weeks ago to really do these things you expect to, yourself to be like a person that makes marvel movies like how like that's unrealistic as well you know but yeah, through time I, and practice i i think like when we set our goal to like the most uh, i think the best way to not be disappointed but also be so motivated at the same time is to be the best version you can be like instead of just thinking about oh i'm not there yet you know and sometimes like looking at the best version you can be, sometimes you disappoint yourself and you start getting shame and you're like, oh, I like, I, I don't know. Like there's 
extreme cases but like even like as much as like oh i didn't drink like enough water or like i didn't exercise enough today this is not my best version and then you start putting yourself down and it 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 doesn't do much better but every day just looking at each singular day and being like how can i be the best i can be today and really going after it um and the best is defined differently for everyone and i i think like there has to be joy in it and you don't want to like burn out yourself um mm-hmm. if gaming's part of it you can start gaming if if talking to friends is part of it you can do it um i don't think it's a good idea but you could obviously like isolate yourself and like work alone and do whatever you want to do but it's best to like involve others in your life as well and i th- i think um there was a good point that you mentioned before which was um we think others are usually better than we are um something like that is what you said and that was actually a big moment of realization for me because i realized and and if you know me i'm a fairly confident guy um (laughs) and you saying that in this way doesn't really sound that you're confident (laughs) about what you're saying right now I'm just so saying, like, if you, you know that me. I'm uh, very, um, I'm reassuring guy. myself I'm confident. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you met me, you know, I'm like, I can talk to anyone like very easily and I, I won't be like, there, I won't be associated with shame. Um, and I don't really care if the other person likes me or not. And it usually in, like gets me to talk to more individuals. But something I realize is that everyone, almost everyone, I don't want to say everyone, but almost everyone is thinking of thinks others are doing better than they are doing you know they're like oh look at that guy um he's so much better than me in this way or look at that girl and like she's better than me in this way but really like everyone is better um in some ways than you are but you're also better than others in some way and if you just look at others and look at your own shortcomings, you will never be able to get somewhere because you're always just thinking of the shortcomings instead of just trying to improve yourself. And I think realizing that becomes so much easier because then you understand like others are also like, like we were talking about this, like asking someone out, like the other person also might be um, a bit shy and not confident and is like, oh, should I ask him or her out or... Do I wait for them to make the move? But if no one's making the move, then no one's making the move. Um, so realizing that the other individual also is thinking similarly the way you're thinking really helps grow you as an individual, I think. And it really helped me at least. Yeah, um, I mean, it's very true that we tend to look at other people's apple trees rather than looking in our own garden and what we have grown. You know? Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, uh, that's that's very true. Like we tend to really look at other people's successes and look at our own shortcomings. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if someone is successful in something that you are not, that means you have a source on, you know, learning. Definitely, like, yeah. That knowledge of that person. Like I have never. Well, I used to be, like for example, asking for help. See that as a weakness, but now I see it as a strength because asking someone for help takes a lot of courage, first of all, a lot of realization, but at the same time, you gain so much from asking for help so much more than you could waste on like trying to learn it yourself over hours. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, uh, I, I, I wonder now, like, where do you think that that comes from that mindset that that we 
we think we can't do something or like we don't even attempt you know to do something just because we think it will break our heart like you know for example oh i want to i want to become a i don't know graphic designer right? but then you're like i have no idea how to use photoshop or any other thing i'm not going to do it like i'm not going to be able to do it you know that mindset where do you think it comes from like thinking about a child for example that child doesn't like imagine a child would think like we do as adults and because i'm saying mm. as adults i say quotation marks adults because <laughs> we think you know, now that we're older we need to like know everything but as a child you know when a child runs or like walks and falls at first it's a little mad because it fell but at the same time sometimes they're not even mad they just get up again and walk you know think about it if a child were to reflect or contemplate on what happened that day that they didn't they didn't manage to do like overnight like we do when we go to bed we're like oh man i should have done this better i could have done that better imagine a child would do this oh man i should have maybe not tripped oh man i should have walked or i should have played this toy better like babies and kids don't think like that because for them it's all a learning curve when when does it start for us to be oh we have to know this now you know what i mean like yeah. when is that a thing i don't think that we will ever know everything anyway we all we all know There's something no way. Yeah. yeah we all know something and that's something we know is just one perspective one point mm -hmm. of view and that's our point of view you know yeah but there are so many other ways of doing things in so many different ways and 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 when is it when like where do you think it comes from like that thought on like oh yeah now we have to like i don't know we we're not allowed to make mistakes or um oh yeah, yeah i cannot do this because you know i will never be able to do this. where where does that come from well like let's let's solve this I... mystery bro let's solve this mystery <laughs> of, of, of hundreds and thousands as, of as years, you say, there's years no of way you can answer everything let's answer this question <laughs> but i was thinking um when you mentioned that as adults um you're expected to know everything and this expectation is a big thing because as a child you're not expected to know much unless you're like obviously grown up in a family that is very like has high standards and expecting a lot from you um which obviously we can see tends to a lot of like depression over time with the child and obviously as they become youth it becomes harder and um that's because of the expectations that the parents have resided in them um but really i think one is like i'm an adult now um i need to do this i need to be responsible and like you think of yourself as this like really strong thing that has like no emotions or like makes no mistakes earns money or whatever um but it's it's really not that it's still the same child that is still learning and trying to become an adult and trying to learn more and maybe i shouldn't use the word becoming an adult because that i feel like the word adult means you know a lot more but i think if like you're more mature that's for sure mm -hmm. as you age but that doesn't necessarily mean you know how to live life way better and some people live life better when they're a child because they have more time to enjoy who they are and get to know each other and that's why a lot of people are like oh i wish i was a child again um but you, you can be <laughs> if that makes sense you, you can like no one stops you you can still go out and travel and i know like um you, you require like money and obviously other resources but not everything does um you can just go on a weekend just go for a walk um go hike just walk for like five six hours i don't know 
that's a pretty good alone time that you can get to spend. But <laughs> another thing is, um, like, I mean, all of us were disappointed sometime in childhood. Like, I'm, I'm sure you remember a time, but I don't actually remember a time. But I'm sure there was a time in almost everyone's life where they were so excited as a child to go somewhere or, like, see something. And then the expectation wasn't met. And then you were just hit with disappointment and that pain. Well, it wasn't actually as good as the fun you had thinking of what, what you're going to expect. But that pain might have like created this um, reaction is like, oh, I don't want to face this disappointment. Like, I don't want to be disappointed. Um, so I'm just not going to go after it, you know, and like fear of failure comes into play. And you're like, oh, what if I can't like. Like if you're like me, if you're into entrepreneurship, what if like I can't like build a business that's successful? And that's a question like sometimes you ask yourself and it becomes hard to answer, obviously, because what if you can't? But at least you tried, you know? Um, yeah, it's better. Yeah, I think I think um, you can always hypothetically fail, you know? Yeah. But you can never hypothetically succeed. You know what I mean? Whenever you yeah, hypothesize yeah, something... Sense. Or you you say I th like you try to like see if I do this and that and this and that it will end up in success. Like every mm -hmm. time you think about, for example, telling someone that you like them, you probably never have that feeling. Oh, she's gonna say yes. You always say, but what if she says no? You always hypothesize, hypotheticalize the negative answer to whatever question you put. I feel like, you know. Like whenever you want to like try to, you know, or like you're trying to find out what your future will look like, you always say like, well, you know, if I if if I do this, I could end up here, which is usually negative, you know. Mm -hmm. But you never say like, well, but if I don't, I'll never know what actually could have happened, you know. Yeah. You never think that way. Like indecision is a decision too. Yeah. That's an important thing to yeah. remember. Yeah. When you decide not to act, yeah. then I, I think yeah. I think what you said with like yeah the expectation and meeting expectation of people is a really huge role on like why we mm -hmm. why we put our limits to like a lower like we we our mindset limits us you know because yeah. you you wanna you wanna meet someone's expectations but you will also you will also want to respect someone's expectations like your parents for example you want to be successful child you want to do something successful. I think it also comes from school where you're put into grades and then you you get you get also like graded in in classes and stuff where things where you thought how can they grade this but they still graded you know arts yeah. class for example it like it is always like something we always have something that measures our capacity to do something so we yeah. end up our mindset to not meet failures or be disappointed on our on our um, attempt, we always grade ourselves before we do something. Like even if you go to an exam, you always measure your success rate on mm -hmm. how much you studied. You know, whereas the success rate shouldn't be the grade. The success rate should be based on how much you studied, right? Like, if you know that you studied enough and you go to an exam, but you get a D, okay, that means that you didn't study enough. But in my opinion, it actually doesn't mean that you didn't study enough. I think it actually means that you did study enough, but 
maybe you were not successful enough in conveying that knowledge into paper onto paper you know yeah. or it could be that maybe you were not in a good mood that day that you could you know recall mm -hmm. all that knowledge or it could be exactly. really that you didn't study at all you know like it could yeah. be that too but i'm just saying like i think that a lot of people see a goal as the finish line like for example mm -hmm. the goal of this guy who was planking now i'm um, going back to how it all started the guy who was planking his goal wasn't 10 hours probably his goal was just three hours right and then he saw he could manage three hours so what if i did four hours he did four hours what if i did five hours he did five hours you know he added yeah. on top he always practiced to reach one step like stepping stone and then he realized okay I've been doing this for half a year now, three hour planking every day. Let's just go for four hours now. You know, let's see where it goes. Yeah. If I don't manage it well, I, I at least try it and and then I know where to practice more to, to, to in, in order to, to, to manage four hours. So like always hitting that boundary that that I think and, and I guess it's just me, I think we humans are have so many capacities that we don't even know about like we can reach so many heights if we were um open enough to ask for help if we and also if if, if we find something that gives us a purpose you know um, and mm -hmm. and and a purpose in growing and purpose in in learning new things yeah and, and i think like um like something you mentioned about how the grades on and I can I can be a living example of that is arts like when you mentioned arts it's perfect because when I was a grade one I put in so much effort for a drawing and I got zero on it like this was the first time I ever failed anything in elementary school and this was like grade one obviously <laughs> it was like unexpected to get like an F for your drawing in like grade one like it doesn't make sense but that teacher basically made me hate art like i've never actually did art after that and i always think i'm really horrible at it and um recently one of my friends Especially was like, there's, there's no way no of being horrible at art exactly one of my friends was saying that is like she's like there's no way like no one's bad at art um and it's very subjective and it's mostly about how you feel when you're doing it and mm. it's true I, I i don't think anyone's horrible i do think um some people are more talented but that's also because people practice more like you can't expect to draw a face as nice as someone else who's been drawing for like that not thousands of years but <laughs> a few years show me that person that lives for that long time. <laughs> sir how do you uh, live so long or yeah um yeah and and like going with the attitude in life that you you're just gonna do it and you don't care about the results and you just smile and do it i think helps a lot and the reason i say you should smile and do things is because i've been reading this book how to think slow and fast i think that's what the book is called um it's something that if you search it up on google.com uh, <laughs> it's a really nice book but it's talking about how you like when you you, you smile it forces you to think of happy moments as well and yeah, it's like your brain gets so kicked up exactly through the, it, through it's the muscle movements yeah 
And if you just smile and go with the attitude that, hey, you know what? It doesn't matter if I can like lift more today or if this doesn't happen. As long as you just keep consistently going after it and going after it, there will be results. So you, you just go push your limits and there is going to be some way of something happening. And it's funny that you brought it back to the planks because that was a sidetrack. And it's actually not the sidetrack if you think about it because we ended up talking about this whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think, I think um, I guess one thing people can take from this episode is um, if you think that you're not good enough for something that's okay you know we all think that we're not good enough for someone for something mm. but we have, uh, we have our whole lives and every day until the day we pass away to improve and yeah. to learn something and if that is not enough for that person or for that goal you know that doesn't mean that you're not good enough. That just means that that person doesn't see your potential. Yeah. Or I that, think that, that's that, a big that, point. that attain that, that goal yeah. that you have might not be as close, um, as, as detailed as you thought it would be, you know? Mm -hmm. So maybe just look at it, at the goal and see it in detail and see where there's something that you can pick up and see, if the goal then doesn't really change, but it might just morph into something different, you know? Yeah. And like, you remember that it takes a lot of hours, like yeah, a lot of hours of practice. Like the person that did the 10 hour, like plank, exactly. 2100 hours. Uh, yeah, 2, exactly. Exactly. Hours if you think about how many hours this guy practiced to get 10 That's hours, a lot of hours, <laughs> like he probably did more hours than those 10 hours to, to, for the world record to like practicing his planks. Exactly. So it, it takes a lot of hours to get there. And if you think about it, like in terms of work hours, it's 40 hours per week. So that's a long time to get to a place you want to be. So like after 10 weeks, like roughly what, two months, two and a half months, three months, um, you're around like 400 hours. Yeah. And like over a year or two years, then you're going to see like significant improvements. But even then, like you need more hours to be able to be like, not just good at something, but like excellent, like world class. Um, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. So just anything to take away is just, yeah, keep going. Yeah, got I think, this. <laughs> yeah, like uh, just go for it and 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 see how whatever you want to attain has has a greater purpose than just you know our own selfish need to know something. Yeah, like for me, making films is not just because I want to make films. I mean, that's part of it, but at the same time, is I want to share stories with other people. Yeah, see how they react to it and how the emotions connect to them. So that's the purpose is to, to bring people closer or, or, or see how people can learn something from the person from the other side of the world, kind of. But hey, yeah. uh, I think, yeah, purpose is important also. But that might be purpose in life. I don't know if you have talked about Next episode. <laughs> Next time, exactly <laughs> purpose. Um, Puya, I don't know if you have had time to, to listen to the past episodes, but I've put up 
somewhat of like a nice closing closing uh, thing for this uh, podcast where I will give three statements and you and an- we answer them with yes or no and then we'll go to Just formalities. Just yes or no? Well, no, I mean, like maybe's? Well, like... I mean, I, I, I think that maybe usually means uh, yes, I feel like. <laughs> but maybe is maybe yes maybe no are exactly the same thing because it's maybe it's between the two it's like i don't know sometimes I, I, can't i'm say not yes gonna ask no. you like uh hard well i don't think i'm asking hard questions like in the past nobody has said maybe well you know? there's always a first time for well let's see i mean i don't know if this is hard to, to say <laughs> no to or yes to you know it's not like like i don't know it's not any like these questions are not like uh, gr- shades of gray. I feel like it's 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 like random questions that I kind of think about, you know, and then and then and then just write them down, and then right. we'll go to formalities where I like close the podcast, and then you can share a highlight of the week or month or whatever you feel like. A year, a year, or your lifetime. I don't know. Lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So the first question is: um, paying on the first date, yes or no? That's the first maybe for we are there. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> depends on the scenario. Like it, The really scenario depends. is you're going on a date. Do you pay or not? <laughs> I pay for my own food and wow. I offer to pay. But does that mean I always pay? I don't know. Depends. Um, first date. Um. So what? Yes or no? Maybe. Depends. <laughs> I'm telling you, it really does depend on but the individual. I, I, okay, let's. Uh, so you ask someone some pe- out. Okay, but like some people are like, oh, um, why did he pay for me? Like I could have paid for myself. Um, but I think it's good for both parties to offer to pay. Okay. So that that's my final answer. Sometimes you can't answer yes or no. To anymore. be honest, I have never been in a situation where I had to pay like. In, in a very awkward way like every time I went out with someone it was kind of like it was always like casual enough to be like I, I pay like but on a date it was also never like oh I'm like I always said like I'm paying or like uh, and you get me next time or something mm. I don't know yeah that's usually what I like mm. to do that way you also go on a second so I guess I guess I guess uh, uh, there's not pay well first date also oh man I don't know so yeah. what the hell, man? Whatever. Like, I, I'm just gonna say yes. <laughs> so yours is a yes. You would pay. I'm, I, I would pay. Yeah. Let's go on a first date out here. <laughs> Every day is a first. I guess date. that's that. I'll see how my DMs are gonna boom, like explode <laughs> now. Um, sharing earphones, yes or no? Sharing earphones, like yeah. sure, I'm down for that. Yes. Yes. But it really does depend on the <laughs> It depends if they clean their ears or not, right? If they exactly. have like a huge yellow yellow like yolk in their in their ear hole and then like when they take it off it makes like or like, like you know it's like stuck there. <laughs> There's a pop sound. Yeah, and exactly. Just, and then yeah. you take it out, you're like Okay, I'm not gonna wear these ones some. ever. <laughs> you can keep them. You can keep them. <laughs> No, um, I think, I think, uh, so you said yes? Yes. With 80% confidence. Most of the time. I, I would all say yes. 
also say yes. Right. I think so we, we could share earphones. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't mind because I, I know that you're clean and I, I would also I also clean my ears, so it's, it's fine. That's a bold assumption, but yeah, I think I'm clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't see our ears, actually. We don't ever know how, how dirty they actually are. Yeah, one of the individuals, this, this is such a sidetrack. One person, um, you know him as well. He lives in the Coquitlam area. He told me once in my life, he's like, make sure, like, we were talking about showers for some reason. He's like, make sure you clean the back of your ears. I don't know why. This always stuck with me for the rest of my life. It's just like. Why would anyone say that? Like, why, why would you tell me? To, like, what did I do? He wants to protect you from 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 I don't know, ear cancer or something. I, I think you gotta do like this, bro. Letter. Like, if you don't do this, man, this is like really bad. It can lead but to I surgery. They're like an individual like me. They'll they'll say like random stuff that they don't think about what they're saying. But now it's stuck with me for like they like said this maybe like six years ago. Sorna would say. <laughs> uh is my ear not clean <laughs> no um okay so yeah i would say yes you say yes too i guess yes um telling someone that they have something on their teeth yes or no depends <laughs> but yes it's a one-on-one -on -one, i'll definitely tell them i i say no <laughs> no i would not tell a person oh really no no, no. yes i would say yes I would say yes, actually. I would tell a person regardless what situation we're in. Um, but it will be awkward because that person will feel a little um, awkward, you know? But they feel more awkward if you don't tell them. Like, they're well, like... they don't know until you tell them, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless they true. go to the bathroom <laughs> or, like, they take a picture and they realize that nobody... They know that you know already that it was there. But you didn't say anything, so they like don't say anything. Everyone knows. About... Why don't you say it? <laughs> yeah, but like she, let's let think about it. Nobody says anything, right? Then, yeah. uh, she notes or that person, he or she notices it, takes like makes it like cleans the teeth to like teeth, and then that person knows that everyone else in the room has seen it. Well, already, has it said? Yeah. but hasn't said anything. So that person will not mention it. That person will not say, why didn't you tell me that I had something between my teeth? They will just, you know, play it off, you know, walk yeah. it off like that. But I think I would tell that person just because to save them from that awkward moment. It will be awkward for the situation when I, when I say like, oh, you have something between your teeth. That person will, first of all, probably feel a little embarrassed or something. Just, a, yeah, it's fine. But, but it will be just for that moment. Un, like, uh, unlike if that person notices at home, that that person had something in the teeth. Oh man, everyone in that room knew or saw it. I didn't say anything. No. Um, that was number three, right? Yeah. So you said yeah, yes. I said yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, cool. You're like no, and then you said yes. Do you have more questions? I like these questions. We should do a whole podcast on these questions. And I'll be. I, I don't know. It does depend on all. I mean, of them. I mean, I mean, I'm down to do it. I, 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 I've written down some, some, some questions already. Um, so there's more here, but um, I just want to keep it with three. And I mean, next time I'll have you as a guest, we'll, we'll have more, and some different ones as well. Nice. Um. Well, let me go through the formalities, and then you are you can share your highlight of the of your life. <laughs> <laughs> of my life and and i i i'm and then we'll just say bye to our many many listeners and uh will smith is one of them so, oh, I, can, can i we give still a have to, to will smith? we still have to have that will smith episode bro um 
and and then and then we'll just end this podcast i guess um, okay formalities thank you so much for listening thank you so much for you know participating in whatever you feel like i hope you take something away from this um i do for myself a lot when i have friends and talk to them about whatever is going on in the world or in my life um follow zonta got nothing on instagram uh, twitter spotify iTunes. Oh, oh yeah, leave a comment or a rating on the iTunes channel to push up this podcast. And uh, stay tuned and volume up to the next episode. I really appreciate each and every single one of the listeners because it really is fun to see how pe how many people are actually you know uh, enjoying this. Because I love doing it. I love hanging out with my friends. And then last but not least, thank you so much, Puya, for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, I always love having you as a guest and also hang out with you so let's see how we can arrange another meeting uh, maybe yeah. sooner than later um, but yeah thank you so much for your time and uh, let's take it away with your highlight <laughs> I, I, I want to thank you Elgar. Like, it's, is that the highlight like the best <laughs> things ever <laughs> the highlight of my life has been meeting me <laughs> Yeah, meeting Elker, wow, being part of man. It wasn't like your mom giving birth to you or something. It was like I, I think that that uh, that might have been the highlight. When <laughs> I just was given birth. Um, I love my life. Um, or maybe, week or month, something that comes into your mind. But I want to say life. Um, but that 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 has like to be a really big thing, then. You know what I mean, like. Because life is, I mean, we have, our life is made out of multiple highlights. So you can just choose one and then just talk about it. Yeah. Well, I think for the past few weeks, I, it's, my highlight has been, I've been able to really like have a one-on-one -on -one with like many individuals or like at least few close friends, like every single day, um, which I really appreciate. It's a really good being able to talk to someone and share this um like just just what's happening within your day and i i just love that um yeah that that's basically my highlight is every day i've been able to talk to someone and it's been beautiful and if you want to talk to me hit me up on instagram or facebook preferably not instagram because i don't check it <laughs> but um Ilker and then He'll tell you how to hit me up. <laughs> I'll give out his phone number, guys. Don't worry about it if you want to see Handsome Puya. <laughs> if you want to talk to Handsome Puya. Um, but highlight of this year has been I've been growing my hair out. So that's something I've been very excited about. Um, nice. Me too, actually. For some reason. <laughs> it's a thing right now. I feel like growing out my hair and see how, where it goes. You know, just see where it goes. See doing. where it goes. Like, right. I, I started since October. And then... The pandemic happened, so now everyone's growing their hair and or you know, uh, buzz cutting them. Depends. Yeah, it's one of the two, and it's just like unless you're like a barber and you're like, Oh, look, I have nice hair, but no one gets to see you because it's a pandemic. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but this is a perfect time. If you want to grow out your hair, go go away from the awkward stage and just do it. Uh see how it turns out. Um Yeah. Well, I really appreciate being here again, Ilker, and it's It had been a long time since uh, I've been. It hadn't been that long, but it's been like long considering like the other episodes. But 
It was really nice. Like I didn't I even think notice. Now you are you are the leading guest at this point with I think plus Finally. one episode. Like you're ahead of other people. I mean, there is no competition, but well, Mespa. It is what it is. Mespa still there. <laughs> I know where he lives, Mespa. I'm not scared. Maybe uh, we should have a. Maybe we should have like an episode of with us all three together. That's true. I've I've been trying to like talk to Mespa. Yeah, it's hard to get hold of him sometimes. He's also very busy. Yeah. <laughs> I usually I like say that about people when I get don't get hold of them. Oh, they might be busy, but I don't think about them like you know ghosting me or not not really being yeah. interested in hanging out with me. No, I'm just kidding. He he must be busy, otherwise he would, he would, he would always reply. Anyway, thank you so much for you again. For you guys, have a great week. Tim, stay healthy, take care, and spread love, peace, and unity. And. Yeah, stay tuned and volume up as well. See you guys. Or your heroes, I guess. I don't know. <laughs>